Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Mark with georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put on your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next Monday morning mailbag airs, or a piece of late breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time sensitive, or something else regarding the wet shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup. And I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Good morning and welcome to the April 10th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Great to be with you this morning. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. I have a cup of, uh, it's right here, the uh, Invader coffee again. Uh, Invader whiskey blend. Boy, this is a terrific, terrific cup of coffee. Now, the reason why I'm using it again is because it was conveniently located on the counter. I saw it and I said, hey, I'm going to have a cup of this again. And I used my AeroPress. Thanks again to Rodney Ripplinger for that. That is a really, really terrific, terrific device. Absolutely wonderful. And of course, the Invader whiskey blend is air roasted, low acidity, with notes of caramel and vanilla. It is really a very, very good cup of coffee. And thanks to viewer and listener Michael Spears for sending it along. I am really enjoying it. So Invader Coffee. You know what? I'm going to put a link below so you can get over there and order some online. And I'm just using my basic coffee mug right here, my diner-like coffee mug. Uh, Right here, it's the brownish, tannish one you've seen me use on the Monday morning mailbag in the past. Yeah, it just seemed to just seemed to fit with uh, <laughs> the coffee this morning. I guess I guess the color of the mug and the color of the labeling on the bag match very they're, they're very close, the same kind of color. So maybe that's why I was attracted to getting the mug with the coffee this morning. Anyhow, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Boy, we got some great great topics to talk about. We're going to revisit some uh, topics that were left online by some of uh some of the viewers out there and just have a, uh, a nice little discussion regarding it and kind of flesh out some things because there were some very, very insightful comments that I happened to come across uh, a little too late actually to uh, use on the Monday morning mailbag. But also because of the Easter holiday, I was trying to get the Monday morning mailbag uploaded and in place uh, before spending time with family and that sort of thing. And as you saw this morning, there were a couple last minute things that I had to drop in. And I, I just had to say, okay, this is it. It's, I'm uploading it, and uh, you know, <laughs> that's kind of it set in stone. But uh, the really wonderful thing about um, doing the, uh, the, uh, the Monday Morning Mailbag and doing the Second Cup podcast and uh, the reviews and that sort of thing is that the viewers are so very, very generous with their information and contributing some great, great 
uh, shaving knowledge and tips and tricks and uh, really insightful comments. So uh, it's kind of what I want to do right now and uh, just uh, give you a little more um, give you a little more feedback from some of the viewers who uh, who left some really really great comments. So um, let's kick things off. Before I forget, though, let me share with you my first shaving experience with. Tut Shave Soap from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. We featured it this morning on the Monday Morning Mailbag, and I had a chance to shave with this, and it was absolutely wonderful. I really, really enjoyed the shave. Uh, the performance was fantastic. Of course, uh, Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company shave soaps really, really offer some top-shelf performance. And this scent which is Egyptian musk and black oud. Really, really very, very nice. Fresh, has a nice depth to it. Uh, really, it's something you have to experience. Now, this is, this is how it hit me, and I'm thinking it's going to be a great, great scent for spring and summer. So I really enjoyed the shave with this. Uh, Tut from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. I just want to let you know that I had my first shave with it, and I just really enjoyed the lather it made. I mean, it was definitely it was a boom lather moment. Really, really did great, and I was able to uh, shoot a review of that, and we'll be editing that and uh, putting that together, and uh, really, really just enjoyed my uh, shave with Tut Shave Soap from Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. Again, the scent profile is Egyptian musk and black oud. Viewer Jason Miller wrote the following. Mark Zaredi, another great 3MB. Thanks to you for being humble and selfless, sharing other people's wisdom and acknowledging them. Uh, again, without you, this microphone would be silent. Uh, thank you very much for the compliment, Jason. But again, all credit go to all the listeners and viewers out there. They are a wealth of information, and I'm so happy to pass it along, and I learn a lot from it as well. Thank you very much for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. He continues here, A lot of the topics you discussed today validated my frugal wet shaving. At the same time, I'm loving the high-quality razors out there. I just used my Rockwell 6S with a Wilkinson sword blade. I used my Skull Bowl and the Parasso Green lineup from pre-shave, soap, and tube combo, post-shave, splash, and balm. I used my Razor Rock 424mm brush. I started wet shaving on February 1st, 2022, and my technique has vastly improved. I noticed that pre-shave oil helps me get a better shave and less irritation. Yeah, Jason, thanks very much for passing this along. It just validates what a lot in the wet shaving community have said for quite some time. I mean, I've been reading these comments since I began my wet shaving journey, and it's this. The shaves get better and better and better with time. Your technique improves. Uh, the shaves get better. The enjoyment factor just goes right through the ceiling. It's the greatest and best way to shave, and it really becomes quite enjoyable. It's no longer a chore. Uh, and uh, the fact that you've kind of, kind of really uh, targeted in on a, a, a specific shave soap and aftershave and pre-shave that works for you, hey, all the better. And if you're more on the frugal side and you've got a razor that works for you and you've got a shave soap and a splash and a balm, et cetera, that work for you, hey, 
that's great. Everything else is just cream on the top, absolutely, from, from getting fantastic, fantastic shaves with a high-quality razor and some really, really good shave soap products to uh, saving some money uh, in the long run uh, because you can save quite a bit of money uh, just uh, through the cost of uh, razor blades. And I would think the only, the only other factor that you could change up that will still uh, remain in your frugal model would be the razor blade because razor blades are very, very inexpensive. And there are some great, great quality blades at very, very good price points. So uh, thanks for sharing that with us, uh, Jason. I really, really do appreciate it. And just to share you, just to share with you the shave that I had uh, this morning, I happened to use the uh, Strike Gold Ike shave soap. Uh, boy, this was great. And I happened to use my uh, Rex Supply Company Envoy razor with a Lord Platinum razor blade. And I had one day's worth of growth. My gosh, did I get a beautiful BBS shave. I did three passes. It was absolutely wonderful. Uh, and it was just great just to just to do that shave. I mean, uh, from the start to the finish, it was great. And the post-shave routine was wonderful. And just all around, it was just a great, great experience. And of course, the Strike Gold Ike Shave Soap uh, has this wonderful, wonderful scent. It's a, it's a, an homage. It's based on Eight and Bob, which was JFK's favorite scent. We've talked about it before. Uh, it really is terrific. It's really a terrific scent, and the performance of this shave soap is very, very good. So, um, really, I've used three different shave soaps uh, in the last few days that have just been outstanding. Uh, the Strike Gold, the Ike by Strike Gold. The first line shave origins shave soap. This is, was was terrific. I've got a review done on that, and I have to edit that. Uh, and uh, of course, the uh, Tut by Hoffman's Shave and Soap Company. Uh, just these three uh, shave soaps that I have right here on the on the table where I'm recording this just show that there is so much available out there for the traditional wet shave. It's a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave. So uh, I encourage you to uh, uh, share uh, with uh, uh, friends and family about how great the traditional wet shave is because there's so much available that uh, they'll be able to find a razor, a blade, a shave soap, a brush, an aftershave, uh, etc. that fits their skin and beer type and fits their wallet. Absolutely. And Jason, it sounds like you found that and you're enjoying your wet shaving journey. So thanks so much for the comment and validating what many in the wet shaving community have said, that it gets better and better and better with time. The enjoyment level goes up and uh, it just becomes a real pleasure to do the traditional wet shave. Thanks again, Jason. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Bill Murphy checked in and uh, he commented regarding the Rockwell 6S and 6C. As you know, the 6S is the stainless version and the 6C is the chrome-plated version. There's been some discussion within the wet shaving community and among viewers that uh, the 6C, because of its chrome plating, has a little more glide than the 6S. Well, anyhow, this is what uh, Bill Murphy wrote. Great Monday morning mailbag as usual. Lots of great information Ike Shave Soap sounds great. Well, first of all, Bill, thanks very much for the uh, very, very kind words. And yes, as I mentioned, the uh, Ike Shave Soap, 
right here. It is, it's terrific. I love this scent. Absolutely love it. Uh, he continues here, for the Rockwell Razor, I have both the 6S and 6C and prefer the 6S. To me, the extra weight of the razor makes for a smoother shave, but that is for my skin and beard. I have found that the method used to make the lather in the lather spot also works great in my Gruner Pottery Bowl. Now, this is in reference, let me stop right there. This is in reference to the Shave Nation lathering bowl. There is a little pocket in the bottom of that Shave Nation lathering bowl, and that's where you scrape out a little soap and you load it into that little pocket. And then when you get your damp brush and you start running it over that little pocket filled with soap in the bottom of the bowl, it grabs that soap and then kind of uh, uh, spreads it around the uh, interior, the inner sides of that bowl and starts to generate a lather and it works really, really well. Well, Bill is telling us he does the same thing with the Gruner Pottery lathering bowl and just puts that little bit right there in the bottom of the bowl and it works in the same way because the Gruner Pottery Bowl does have some raised areas. So I guess you could find a little area between those two raised ridges there that can act like a pocket, so to speak. Um, he continues here. Oh, let me start over. I have found that the method used to make the lather in the lather spot also works great in my Gruner Pottery Bowl. When I put the soap in the middle of the bowl, instead of spreading it out through the entire bottom, I get a quicker lather. Uh, that's works for me. That's This is what works for me. Your mileage may vary. Uh, love this week's cartoon. Have a great week. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, as, uh, as you folks know, uh, if you saw Monday Morning Mailbag uh, this morning, I got some nice comments regarding the cartoons that run at the end of the show, and I'm going to continue to do that. And again, if you know of uh, any online services that are looking for cartoon, cartoon features, let me know, and I'll be happy to send it along to them so that uh, hopefully folks can, can, can read George or Double Take every single day. But uh, Bill, thanks very much for uh, the, the feedback on the 6S and the 6C, and I can understand why you prefer the 6S, because it is a stainless steel razor, and it does have that added heft. Now, I don't own the 6C, so I can't comment, but Bill has both. He says the 6S has a little more heft, and that aids him uh, in his shave. And uh, I think that makes sense. Uh, I really do. I've always said, let the weight of the razor do all the work, gentlemen. <laughs> and there are some exceptions to that rule uh, in some of the aluminum razors that I have used. Uh, very surprising performance from a lightweight aluminum razor. But generally speaking, yeah, that added weight really, really does help. And thanks for the... Um, uh, the tip on the lathering bowl, the Gruner lathering bowl, just putting that little bit of soap right there in the bottom as you would with the Shave Nation lathering bowl. Uh, thanks very much for that, Bill. Really, really do appreciate it. Recently, we had a discussion regarding end tabs being exposed in a razor head. Uh, Tim Whitcup originally posed that question. Why do you think, and I'm paraphrasing here, why do you think those end tabs are exposed in a razor head? Some razor heads, the end tabs hang out the sides, and other, other razor heads, they're enclosed. Why is that? Mark Bagwell came up with an explanation. He said it was for adjusting the blade when you were, uh, when you were inserting it into the razor head. Viewer Bart Bartlett sent along the following. Mark, I found this when I Googled. Quote, the two ends of a DE razor blade are called the tabs. In the past, where manufacturing wasn't as accurate, 
manufacturers left these two end tabs exposed so a shaver could use his thumb and forefinger to adjust the razor blade into perfect position before locking down the blade with the handle, unquote. Well, Bart, thanks very much for passing that along. Really do appreciate that. And I have noticed this uh, in some razors I've used, some uh, more uh, bargain-priced razors, let's say, three-piece razors, where... Yeah, the manufacturing process of the of the base plate and the cap, uh, you know, there's a there's a lot of slop there. Let's say there's a lot of slop. There's a lot of play, so that when you insert the blade uh, into the uh, the cap and the base plate, and you um, uh, tighten up the handle, uh, there it might not be in balance. It might not be in alignment. It's in a lot. It's the, the balance and alignment have to be adjusted. Let me put it to you that way. And I have noticed that with those particular razors, uh, I will use those end tabs if they are exposed a little bit to uh, align that blade as I'm attaching the handle. Uh, absolutely. And I think Mark Bagwell was correct. And Bart, you've confirmed that through your Google search. So thanks very, very much for that. Now, obviously, some of the top end razors that are available, uh, for instance, the Rex Supply Envoy that I used this morning, stainless steel, CNC machined, everything fits like hand in glove. I just drop the blade into the razor head and it's perfectly aligned every single time. It's absolutely wonderful and the end tabs are enclosed in the razor head. It is superlative and a lot of razors offer that. The razors from Phoenix Shaving and uh, Vikings Blade and... Um, Mercur and Mula, uh, yeah, they all offer this really, really precise manufacturing. And uh, yeah, there are times when you come across a, a, like an off-brand razor that's more of a bargain price razor, three-piece. Uh, yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna, you'll probably have a little bit of play there, and you may want to adjust the razor, razor blade in the razor head by you know, grasping those tabs that may be exposed. Now, some razors expose them a lot. Some razors expose them just a little bit, but enough to where you can you can handle that blade, so to speak, as it sits in between the, the cap of the base plate and kind of work it a little bit and kind of get the alignment and the balance uh, to your liking. So, uh, yeah, Bart, thanks very much for passing that along. Really, really do appreciate it. So there you go, folks. The end tabs are exposed to aid in manually aligning that blade in the razor head. Now, Bart Bartlett also passed this along, and uh, I'm going to, I'll have to remember to put this in the show notes for Monday Morning Mailbag and also uh, let folks know, let viewers know of this really, really neat approach. But I'm going to kind of give you a preview of it right now. And he writes, picking up on that your face, your rules mantra, I'm a daily shaver and my beard isn't that thick or coarse. So depending on the soap and blade, I sometimes do a two-pass shave. Pass one is across the grain and pass two is against the grain. I can follow up with pickups if I'm chasing a BBS. So a three-pass shave isn't always needed. Maybe you could give that a try to see if it works for you. I did laugh out loud about forgetting the place that, oh, well, <laughs> this is, okay, that was his comment regarding the shave. <laughs> and uh, he's just 
passing this along regarding the Keurig machine. As you recall, I forgot to put the cup underneath the Keurig machine. And he writes, uh, I did forget to place the cup when brewing with the Keurig. Uh, you're not alone. Another entertaining Monday morning mailbag. Have a great week. Yeah, it uh, seems that <laughs> a lot of viewers have done this. They have uh, set up their Keurig machine and uh, hit that button to brew it, and they forgot to place the mug underneath the machine to catch all that coffee. I did that, and believe me, I am very aware of putting that cup under the Keurig machine now. As I've mentioned before, it's something you do only once. You will never forget to put that mug underneath the Keurig machine once you forget. When you forget that first time, you'll never forget again because there's a lot of cleanup. <laughs> There's an absolutely lot of cleanup that takes place with spilled coffee all over the curd machine uh, tray and the counter. Absolutely. But regarding the approach here that Bart is suggesting, the uh, pass one being across the grain and pass two being against the grain, I am going to try this. Absolutely. I think this is a great approach. Uh, and uh, I think I probably will get a shave done in two passes. Absolutely. Now, my my beard seems to grow, uh, you know, uh, north to south. So uh, when I do a with the grain pass on that first pass, I am going with the grain. And across the grain is, you know, going east to west across that beard growth that is growing uh, north down towards south, uh, that sort of thing. So I think uh, doing a, a first pass, uh, across the grain east to west, and then a second pass against the grain south to north is going to be wonderful for me. So I'm definitely going to give it a try. And uh, I encourage uh, listeners out there to also give it a try. And, uh, you know, email me your experiences and let me know how it works for you. Pass number one, across the grain. Pass number two, against the grain. Don't do a with the grain uh, pass on that first pass. Go across the grain for pass number one against the grain for pass number two, and then maybe some pickups. And let us know how it works for you. And send those comments to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Hey, Bart, thanks very, very much for a neat, neat shaving approach. Really do appreciate it. I recently received the following comment from viewer Jamie Horn, who wrote, I do love the razor, and I would recommend to every wet shaver that they get one, even if they only use it once in a blue moon. I definitely am glad that I purchased it. Now, he is speaking about the Hammer Razor from Pearl Shaving. Now, as you recall, I did a review of this razor. It is really, really a hefty, weighty razor. It's over five ounces. And it comes with two uh, base plates, a closed comb and an open comb. And it is on the aggressive side, especially for me. Now, uh, Jamie purchased one, and he found it to be on the aggressive side as well. And I believe his first shave with it was about three days' worth of beard growth using the closed comb base plate. And uh, he was just so impressed with the razor, as you can hear from his comment. It just did an absolutely splendid job. Now, like me, it's not going to be a daily driver for him, but he will pull it out when he has a very demanding shave ahead of him. And I'll do the same. If I have three to four days worth of beard growth because I haven't been able to shave for whatever reason, the hammer is going to get the call. And uh, yeah, it really is on the aggressive side, but there's a nice smoothness there to it. Uh, but it is 
uh, a razor that is, won't be a daily driver for me, but uh, I found that it just did a wonderful, wonderful job at delivering a very, very smooth, efficient shave. I had to lighten up on my touch, and I, uh, and I gather um, that uh, Jamie had to do the same. But I'm sharing his comments with you because it confirms what my initial reaction was with this razor, that it's a very good razor. It is on the aggressive side. There is a wonderful smoothness to it and a very, very high efficiency. It's not going to be a daily driver for me. But uh, when I do use it, because I have a lot of demanding beard growth, it's going to do a wonderful job. So keep it in mind if you're looking for a razor uh, with uh, those particular qualities. Uh, you know, very, very aggressive, highly efficient, very, very smooth, going to take care of demanding beard growth, three, four, five days worth of beard growth and give you a really, really nice, smooth shave. Plus, it comes with the uh, two base plates, the uh, uh, closed comb and open comb base plates. It also comes with five buffer rings. And uh, the folks at Pearl Shaving also clarified the uh, buffer rings uh, to me, and they wrote, Buffer ring washers are provided to protect the base plate, prevent metal-to-metal -metal scrubbing. So there you are. Uh, I don't think that the use of the buffer ring is going to change the aggression level of either the open comb plate or the closed comb plate. It's there to keep the metal from marring the finish when you attach the handle to the base plate. So uh, Jamie was interested in knowing that, and I emailed the folks at uh, Pearl Shaving, and that's the answer that they uh, sent back, that it's there to uh, keep the metal from rubbing on metal so it doesn't mar the finish. So uh, it's a terrific razor. Again, it's not going to be a daily driver for me, but boy, does it do a great job when I've got a lot of beard to uh, shave away. Absolutely. So my thanks to uh, Jamie Horn for confirming uh, how wonderful uh, the uh, Pearl Shaving The Hammer razor is. Thanks again, Jamie. Really do appreciate it. Let me share some of these comments with you from around the world. Uh, Winfred Whitcup said, uh, watching the show from Germany, greetings. Ander wrote, still watching the show from Brazil, Mark. Uh, Terry Mickelson wrote, I look forward to watching these every Monday in the UK on my lunch break. Ashish Ahuja wrote, you have a fan base in India. Bernie Scheid wrote, good morning from Canada, Mark. Uh, Robert Bros wrote, regards from Mexico. I am just so flattered, amazed, appreciative uh, from hearing from all the viewers and listeners from around the world. It's just amazing that the show reaches all around the world. And uh, it's so great to hear from viewers from uh, Germany, Brazil, Mexico, Canada, UK, Israel, India, Australia, the United States. It really is just amazing. I am so very, very appreciative and grateful to everyone around the world who tunes in to the Monday Morning Mailbag and also listens to the Second Cup podcast and tunes in the reviews. Thank you all very, very much. And uh, I just I just want to say thanks to all the international viewers out there. I, I am very, very flattered and very, very grateful that you tune in and also take the time to uh, post a comment or a kind word or two. Thank you all very, very much. I really, really do appreciate it. Now, before I get out of here, let me recommend a movie to you. Since we mentioned all the international viewers and listeners out there, 
Uh, let me recommend a movie that has an international flavor to it. The King's Speech. This stars Colin Firth, Jeffrey Rush, and Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, it's about a speech therapist that helps King George VI overcome his stammer. Uh, it's a well-acted, wonderfully written drama. It is rated R. There is uh, some uh, alcohol use, smoking, foul language, and sexual content. To be perfectly honest with you, I don't recall the sexual content in the movie. And the foul language, I think, is just in passing. I'm not entirely sure. But uh, it is a very, very good movie. And uh, I, it's very engaging. And if you would like a, um, a, a nice uh, respite from the whiz-bang, uh, loud, action-packed movies that, uh, may, uh, that you might be, uh, might be viewing at the moment and you want something that's a little more relaxed, has a, a, it comes across very intelligently, is well-acted, has a wonderful, compelling story that's also very, very inspiring, that is based on history, check out The King's Speech. And as I say, King Charles is being coronated next May, so uh, I think this is a fitting movie uh, to, uh, to take in. Uh, really is a, a terrific, terrific film. So check it out. The King's Speech, starring Colin Firth, Jeffrey Rush, and Helena Bonham Carter. And that wraps up another Second Cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup.